Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Gentlemen, welcome to the Crack Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Crack Podcast. Please continue listening for the second half of the Prince Solomon interview. Your club decided to suspend you for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. For, for something that, um, you know, you think they were making, I think, my personal opinion is that they were making you out, you know, because of the timing it was a perfect, yeah. let's make an example of this individual to scare everybody else off. Um, you mind me telling everybody what happened? I mean, what I read in the newspaper, because we ever had a conversation about this, was uh, supposedly yeah. you, got, you got tested and mm-hmm. your, your results came back negative. And, yeah. and, and, you, and you were on live and you went around the yeah. room greeting your fellow teammates and not social distancing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I, I mean, I understand where people are coming from, you know. Uh, if you come from outside, you, you can probably understand why the club will act like that yeah by the end of the day people don't people have to understand this it was in the dress room mm-hmm. yeah. in a dress room we don't have a code it's, there was no code in the dress room there's never have a code in the dress room where okay you should stay two two meters you should not say hi to your teammates yeah. there was not that so it was now it was not that i went out of the street and i yeah. was doing that Right. It was just in, it was just in the dress room. You know, looking back, I understand that okay, the Bundesliga have to start. People was looking forward to to the league to start. They were not sure because of the corona and stuff. I understand why the club react react that way. But but next the question end, though, if you if you can't greet your fellow teammates in the dress room, how are you going to play on the field at practice? It don't make sense. By right. the end of the Gooch. day, it, do, 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 you think, do you think they were making an excuse? Just trying to make an excuse or an example? It was so fresh, yeah. And they want yeah. they want to they want to play the league so fast, yeah. That they were like, "Yo, here's the problem. We're gonna deal with it. Every player will make a mistake like that. We're gonna deal with it." So it was like a kind of an example, but at the end of the day, people don't understand is it was in the dress room and the next day after the suspension yeah we it was the same way I'd read my teammate to say oh good luck make good season <laughs> yeah it was the same way same, so, same way <laughs> so I I get it I understand it is it's part of the game it's, I it's mean, the business playing, of it man it's the money behind it's this, it it's the money behind yeah, it's, it is 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 a way of doing with the business like yeah. you said and I've been playing for Europe and in, in the, the European League for so long. I understand that when the business is important, the player don't matter. So yeah. there you go. Hey, and, and, I, and, I, I get it. And talking about uh, playing in Europe so long, Salah, the first time mm. I recognize you, obviously playing in the Dutch League as a youngin, and you tearing mm. up the league. Uh, is it true that you saluted um, Mark, Demarcus Beasley? No, it wasn't him. <laughs> listen, it was Corey. It was Corey. Listen, it was Corey. Listen, wait, wait, that did what? Listen, Salad. Beasley, be- <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Salad. I'll let you go first, listen, and I'm gonna go. Listen, listen. Basically, almost take the 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 Holland Cup from us. <laughs> yeah, you remember that game? Yeah, the final and yeah. and the card and. Corey give the ball to this team. Hold on, 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 Listen, listen. Yeah, I refuse to let you talk about Gilly when he's not here. Corey gives when he's not here. But it's on tape. It's on tape, so it happened. It's on tape. Always, I always tell Corey that I say because of you, I did never won the cup. And yeah, yeah, and because of Corey, we did win the cup. So there you go. Yeah. So, so what happened? Yeah. He gave it. He gave it to a player. No, 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 no. So what happened was um, we had the ball. We're, we're attacking real quick. We're, we were attacking on our right side, and uh, uh, Farfan had the ball. He played it back to. Uh, he was like kind of like by on the corner of like the six. So he, yeah. he cut it. He, and he cut it back. 
You know, he was close to the goals, but he cut it back to G Sun Park. And G Sun Park, you know, tried to sh- try to shoot it. The goalkeeper stopped it. So you know, he stopped it, but he stopped it right in the middle of the goal. And obviously Corey is a center back. So Corey took a touch. Instead of just oh, kicking I, it out, yeah, instead of kicking it out, yeah. Corey, Corey took a touch and then he slipped. And who was who was there to kick the ball right into the it's, into the open net? Who was there? His boy, his boy was there to score the goal against us. Yeah, I was right there to put to to slot the goal, and that was and that was what Salah. That was one one, right? That was that, yeah, that made it one yeah. one. Yeah, they were yeah, yeah they were winning one zero. It was like one the zero. eighty the eighty third minute, last, like, that. like last minute, and yeah. then they won on penalty. I and think. then we won on penalty. Listen, man, he pulled a classic uh, Arsenal David Luiz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 yeah. hey! Listen, listen, man. Let's bring it to our second big call. Hit him up. We're going to call Corey. He got to defend himself, man. I'm going to call Corey right now. Hold on, man. This man got to defend himself. Can you guys hear it? Yeah. Gilly. What's up, man? Gilly, I'm on the podcast, man, with these jokers, and they talking about you and this game in Holland, this cup game, and I refuse to have them talk about you without you defending yourself, my brother. Everybody, let's welcome to the the podcast. Give a big round of applause, please, for a super agent, former U.S. national team player, Give it up for Corey Gibbs. <laughs> hey, Mookie. What's up? How about, how about we hang up and start this conversation all over again? Because <laughs> I want to hear that he's, uh, he's, he's relishing in this memory. And I know SK is there to support me, so I'm not even worried about it. He won't, No, he's not supporting you right now. He's not, he's he's not, not supporting you. He he's said you, it's your reason why he never won a cup in Holland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. What's going on, fellas? We chilling, man. Yeah, good, bro. Yeah. So, so, uh, so, so, get a real talk, man. So, Bees just explained um, pass to pass and blade to blade of what happened in this situation. But uh, you playing against one of your best friends in in Holland, how did that feel to have a situation in the was it a cup semifinal? Semifinal. Cup semifinal. To, cup semifinal. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, and, let, me and, say, let me let me let me let me tell you something. You know, there's multiple sides to every story, right? True. We just right, had two so, of them. I know he's unexpressed. He's probably elaborated on his story. My story, which yeah, is a true story. story, my story, which is a true story, is when the ball was coming across me, as when I was going for the ball, I wasn't wearing studs that game, and I slipped. And oh, had a I, I did say, I did say you slipped. Did I not say that? You said it. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did say but that. But what I would say, but what I would say is, Everything happens for a reason because I didn't play in the yeah. finals. Mm-hmm. I ended up we, playing that national team game against England, and that's how I got over overseas. Money. So, he won a Dutch so, Cup. I went to the Prem, oh, <laughs> and then he met me over there. Sorry. And then he met, and then he met me over, and then he, and then he met me over there shortly after. No, so, 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 so Gilly, uh, yourself Sorry. and uh, Kalu uh, first met each other playing for Fine Art. Uh, what was Kalu like as a player when you first when he first got there? And hey, listen, honestly, I'm not saying this because he's on the phone, but it was a blessing, honestly, because I remember Bees was over there before me, probably like six months before, and me and Bees used to talk, and it was always my dream to get back mm-hmm. overseas and play it at a higher level, and then, you know, Feyenoord, Feyenoord called me and said they, they really wanted to do the deal, and I had to push it through one day one day before transfer deadline, and mm-hmm. when I got there. SK was the first one I met at the at the at the, uh, at the team hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the craziest thing is the craziest thing is relationships doesn't matter where you're from, it doesn't matter what language you speak, it just goes off a natural bond, right? And SK didn't even speak English. I didn't speak yeah, French, I didn't speak Dutch. I didn't speak no English. Didn't speak a, no no English. Exactly, but we hung out every flipping day like we were <laughs> like we were from the and, same village. <laughs> yeah. Every day I go yeah. to his house, to his place. This guy will be cooking. He's like, "No, yeah, my boy, I'm gonna cook for you. Come here, I'm gonna cook." And I'm like, "What is he talking about? I don't hear. Yeah, I don't understand." Don't understand. No English, no English, no nothing. It's crazy. But hey, Kalu, hey, Salah, I got, I got Salah, I got a question. Yeah. So not because he's on the phone, but I really, because yeah. Gilly thought, you know, he was, you know, he was friends with Beckenbauer. That's how he thought he was. Like, <laughs> hey, oh, thought, here we yeah, go. He, he here we go. So I want to hear from a player that you know trained with him every day, was with him every day. Because I mean, I don't, you know, play with him on the national team, so it's different for me. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? But when y'all were together in final, was Gucci yeah. was Gucci was Corey Gibbs a good soccer player? Be honest. Honestly, honestly, this guy and training, training ground, went away playing and training. Like it's just not serious training. He would kick me everybody, <laughs> like everybody, every taco. He would make every taco. Mm-hmm. Then after the training, he's like. Oh, no, don't worry, my boy. I'm preparing you for the game. So you <laughs> so, so it kicked me so much. So when I come in the game, it makes it easy for me, you know, because yeah. it was always in my back. Because Corey is the kind of defender, it doesn't matter who you are, it will always make it difficult for you. And that's yeah. what I like about him as a defender. It, yeah. it will make it easy on you. Right. You Shout might the Corey Gibbs. Yeah, you you and that's that's what that's that's what make I mean that's what make Corey a great defender because he never give up on any striker. It doesn't matter if you're the best or the the worst. You're gonna play the same way. Yeah. That's what's up. So yeah. how much he pay for you? Pay you for that? Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, apart the 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 moment where I give the ball to give uh, to uh, basically to score the goal. And I didn't win the cup. I think Corey did great in finals. That's all. <laughs> so, 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 Gilly, did the fans turn on you at that after that game? Did you find anything different from the fans? Uh, I mean, shortly after, yeah, it was tough. I mean, we were in a position where we could have gone. To, we should have gone to the finals, and we should have won it. We knew whoever won that match was going to win. Simple as, yeah, right? Yeah, Two best yeah. teams were playing. Yeah. I thought I, hey, I, 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 I but, knocked out. Gilly, Gilly. Mm. So yep. this is this is this is this is the crack podcast, right? So we 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 we, we, we real. No 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 no. Keep we, it real. We, we real. We tell stories. We, Let we him say, have it. Let him what, have it. What happened after the game? You want me to tell it? Or you gonna tell it? All right. I'm gonna tell my side of the story. <laughs> like a lawyer. I'm gonna tell my side of the story. Go on then. So so the games at Feyenoord, obviously, we're playing at home. Bees came in. I think my brother flew into town. Mad people were there. Um, his people <laughs> came to the game in the stadium. So it was already it was already planned that, like, okay, regardless of what happens, we're still going to be touching the road. We're going to do something. We're going to go out after the game. We're going to go out after So we lose. I'm in depression. SK, if I remember correctly, we couldn't even leave the stadium for, like, 45 minutes to an hour because our fans are outside about to kill us. So of course, I hit Bees. I'm like, Bees. It's a big game. It's a big game. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so I hit bees. This is my side of the story, which is which is the true side. I I hit bees on my feet. Yeah, okay. It's not. It's not a good idea. It's not a good idea to go out like ah, nah, hell, nah, Gilly. We almost find a stadium. Nah, 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 I'm already making my way there. I'm making my way. I'm coming straight there. I'm like, oh hell. So anyway, long story short, we go out. And the fans are just like absolutely nuts on me inside that club. Yo, absolutely they nuts. Yo, you're lying. At killed the club? They, nah, killed him. They killed me. Oh, killed right. me. Yo, no, they no, was no, like, you, bro, you're you're out What? That's normal, though. That's normal, yes. though. That's uh, normal. The oh, night, no, no, no. The night, the night of the game. Not the day the day after. The Wait, night. Yeah, they didn't get a table all the way in the back, like a private seating table. Nah, this man was in the middle of the club. Nah, but you got to know, Corey like the middle of the table. He loved the middle table. He loved the Nah, we got to be in the action. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So, yeah, so, I, so they, they, you know, they, they hated me because I played for PSB, but they hated him more yeah. because he was, he was out the night of the game. They lost the semifinal against us, and and he gave me the damn goal. And we're both of them. Yeah. yeah. You got final yeah. fans in you got final fans yeah. in the club asking you why you're hanging out with this club. Exactly. This club that was a rough one. Yeah, man. But it was a tough sell but but I admire the friendship you guys have and the bond you guys have kept throughout the years. You know, I think it's been mm-hmm. very special. Um, mm-hmm. What you think happened, or you know, besides coming over and eating Corey's uh, good cooking, his shout out to his mom, she taught him well. But um, you know, Gilly, what do you think of b- 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 blending you guys so well and, and, and kept the strength? Um, what me and that Yeah. You know, the situation like at Feyenoord, we had as much as we were bonded, we like every team, but most mostly at Feyenoord, we had our, uh, I think SK could agree to it, we had our, uh, what you call it, our little like pockets, right? So like we had the foreigners that always stuck together. We had the Dutch players that usually stuck together. When it came to the foreigners, 
it was always mm. our clique that we had. And we were all tight knits yes. and we all like were yeah. on the same page with stuff. And it and it re- and it translated over to the to the coaching staff and the and, and the first team staff too. I'm not trying to call anybody out of fighting, but it's the truth, right? We had Rue Gullet was a was our coach, but yeah. the people on top of him were very Dutch mentality, Dutch oriented. And the reality was we had so many foreigners on our team that started to affect like what the upper staff were thinking of us, you know? Mm-hmm. But what got mm-hmm. us through what got us through everything was I think us as foreigners we stuck together. And we were all fight, we were all fighting for the same cause. And yeah. We all wanted to fight yeah, for good and then too. Yeah, definitely. So I think yeah. that was the biggest. Thing. That was the yeah, biggest of course, thing, of honest. course, of course. I think I think also because Corey coming from America and me from Africa, like African, we always seen the Afro American like our big brothers. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's it's always it's always been so. So coming to find out seeing this guy we're bound straight away, you know, and like you say, Gullit was yeah. the coach and uh, it's not always that you have a black coach and uh, this kind of team. So yeah. we yeah. we feel like our goal is to make it work together as yeah. a team. Yeah. Like we, yeah. we have that little team to say, let, let work together so we can make that work for us. Because if you yeah. work, we work good. If you, if, if it's good for Corey, it's good for me. It's good for Gullit, it's good for all of us. So we always have that bond between each other. Say, I mean, we never talk about it, but it was a natural bond that you always oh, have I a back in your mind. Yeah. I, need, exactly. I need to make it work for my brother. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Well, well true. Um, yeah. before we let you go, Corey, I, I want you to um, help us speak a little bit about um, the, the initiatives that Solomon Foundation has taken in, in, in Ivy Coast, where I've been waiting to get invited no no you you can you can invite me you Corey invites me when he gets there he's like oh y'all man ivy coach you come down i'm like what happened or the night oh he does it he calls you night before yo you want to go i'm going to ivy coach you want to go yeah yo that's Corey. Corey always invites me last minute too um i feel like that but last minute but kalu i have diabetes and i heard that you um provide dialysis Dallas's um, center yeah. in, in is that your yeah. hometown or what city is that in Ivory Coast? In Abidjan, in Abidjan. Yeah. So tell us yeah, a little about the, how, how the, that started and why and why did you take that initiative? It started like ten years ago. We uh, this year we're celebrating our ten years anniversary, beautiful, beautiful. and I think uh, we we start because every time I go back home for national team, I get like a letter and the and the and the lobby for the for people who want me to help uh, mm-hmm. uh, like oh we need to go to the hospital we need the hospital bill and I'm like okay I don't feel like I'm reaching and touching a lot of people by helping those people who send me later mm-hmm. so what I need to do is to create something really uh, formal where I can touch I can reach many people that possible you know yeah, yeah. so with so we decided to create a foundation 10 years ago. And the main thing was the um, a girl that she was actually, when she, I met her, she was like 14. Mm-hmm. And she have, she, was, she have a kidney disease where she needed dialysis. So when we decided to do that, it's because of her. Because when I met her, she, she, couldn't, do, she couldn't do any dialysis because she had no parents. She was... She have um, nobody to help her, mm-hmm. so I decide to to create that foundation actually for her. That I start. Oh, gotcha! Awesome, wow, that's beautiful. Man. So when I when I create that, we we build those center dialysis center where people can go and have a dialysis for for free. And and it, it went like that. Every year we did like a raising fund charity dinner where people can come and donate and create it a little awareness about the disease because in Africa sometimes people hear about the disease but because it's not touching them they don't feel part of it. Yeah. Right. So we have to bring the awareness of that that listen, doesn't matter if you're sick or not, there is people around you who are affected. So let's get together mm-hmm. and raise a fund to to create those centers where people can get treated. Yeah, that's great. Tell our listeners where they can go and donate or website or. Yeah, there is a 
and the Kalu Foundation. Okay. The Kalu Foundation is like the the official website web website of the foundation where okay. people can donate. So, and then we we create many centers. We create an, another city of Ivory Coast, which is a Boaké, is a another large city of the city uh, of the country, uh, the second large city of the country. So we create the center where people can get dialysis. But because what happened is everybody who was sick about the, uh, about needed dialysis need to go to to Abidjan, mm. which is like wow. three five hours drive mm-hmm. to come and get just three weeks and three and the week you need to have like at least three three dialysis because you need to change three the blood. Minutes treatment you need to change the blood it's like it take at least five yeah. hours to yeah. change because it's a circle mm-hmm. you you take the blood yeah they take the blood and they put the new blood and it's it's a very very um complicated um, procedure uh procedure yeah but listen, right. I know Gilly has to run. Gilly, thank you for mm-hmm. uh for, for clarifying. I couldn't let you go out like that my brother I had to <laughs> hear from you first and represent yourself you know what I mean all good, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right, brother. Appreciate respect. It. Love us right, love. Care, Corey. Y'all be- Salah, man. That's, you're here now. Um, yeah. You know, you, unfortunately, you have a, a, a paid vacation for the rest of the for the rest of the season. <laughs> um, what are your what are your, what, what are your plans next, brother? Oh, my plan is like uh, to wait. Uh, you know, with this uh, this uh, pandemic around, it's difficult to kind of have a plan. To plan out what you want to do, but my main goal is to to um, to wait. Uh, right now, the Premier League is playing. The Dutch, uh, the German league is finished, like in two weeks, I think. So after that, I have to I have to decide where I want to go and where I, I want to play maximum. I mean, I don't want to play as long as Beasley. <laughs> 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 Why but, not? You know, you got you can still do it. You right. can. No, you yo, basically, no, basically, I'm like a, some gene, athletic gene, and <laughs> it can go longer than I do. But he hasn't, I, he hasn't even told us his real age up until this point. So. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Freddy, I, I do. My, yo, I had my basically so much to play that long. You have to respect the guy. You know, that means you have to be mentally and physically prepared to to play that long. I know. Because I've been playing for so long, I know. So it's so hard to be every year to be. Yeah, motivated. keep it that same level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's but, but, so but you, difficult. You, you say that. You say that. But look, you started off at five nine, sixty nine yeah. games, thirty five goals. Chelsea, Chelsea, one hundred fifty six games, thirty six goals. Yeah. Lille, sixty seven games, thirty goals. Hertha yeah. Berlin, one hundred forty eight games, forty seven goals. Yeah. National team, ninety seven games, twenty eight goals. Yeah. I think I think I'm just saying. If you come to the MLS, <laughs> I, I see I see a lot of goals. I see a lot of goals. Coming. I see a lot of goals. Yes. Hey, listen, and, and I know, and uh, Mookie can tell you that I always love to be playing in the MLS. I always enjoy, and I mean that's that's something I always look forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, with that situation of being in the you know, pandemic and corona stuff. We're not sure if the MLS is going to start or not. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, I mean it start. I don't know. I mean, so I have to see if there is opportunity there to play. But me, I there's, think- there's opportunity. We've seen far worse strikers. Get, <laughs> get, get a get, lot more. Get paid a lot of money. Well, yeah, well, I'm going to yeah. keep it real. I mean, uh, MLS has, has talked to Kalu in the past about coming to the MLS. He just gets so much yeah. money in Germany they couldn't afford him. <laughs> no, keep it real. I, I was, no, I was close to go to uh, San Jose, to be honest. Uh, I, uh, oh, okay. I, I, I talked to them, uh, I think it was two, two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. Uh, you, dodged, uh, yeah. You, you dodged the bullet, boy. Yeah, you want to be there. You <laughs> I, I I wanted to stay in Europe for for another two years, so that's cool. why I didn't want. Yo, yeah, Salah. Speak, speaking on Europe, man, what do you think is the best league in your opinion in Europe? Oh, the Premier League for sure. Because, over the Bundesliga? Over the Bundesliga? No, no, because because I'm gonna say why. Oh, okay. Because the Premier League always gonna get the best players. The, pro, the 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 difference with uh, the Bundesliga. The Bundesliga is a very stable league. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna always every game you're gonna play, you're gonna yeah. be a competitive. That's what I said. 
it's going to be a difficult game, competitive. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter if you play Bayern or you play in Dortmund or whatever team you play, it's going to be hard. The Premier League, there's so many good, I mean, great names that people get attracted to the names. So that's why it's the best league. Oh, but when yeah. it comes when it comes to the game and playing every game, and you know every game, the, I mean, I play worse. Like my worst game is not even against Bayern. It's always against the small team. Because, <laughs> okay, you, <laughs> say, you say you say the, the Premier League is the best league, but what would you say that the German league is the most competitive league? Because for me, yeah. the most competitive yeah. league is the best league. So yeah. Would you say yeah, German? I mean, people people always gonna value uh, where they see the name. To be honest, and and that's why uh, people always and me myself I always say, oh, the Premier League is the best because if you take those teams like Manchester City, like Chelsea, like Arsenal, like uh, he said uh, Arsenal, um, Liverpool. It's, no, it's, Arsenal. It's, no. He said Arsenal. No, but <laughs> I mean, I mean, when I say Arsenal, because you have like player like Aubameyang, Ozil, those are top players. Kalu, Kalu, you don't have to explain yourself about Arsenal, right? <laughs> These guys are just haters, man. <laughs> yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal is like, I mean, they are, they have difficult time, uh-huh. but they still like a team that... Let them know. Okay. A top team. If I remember right, okay, go ahead, Gooch. No, I, I, I wanted to... He's talking about names. And before yes. we get off this topic, <clears throat> the name that rings in my head and a lot of Americans said is Jurgen Klinsmann. Yes. Ah, right? uh, yeah. And he was he was at Hertha Berlin for a short stint. What was yeah. what do you what's your personal opinion of his time spent at Hertha? Oh, I was to be honest, I I never have like that conversation with Klinsmann man to man to say I know this guy, I can tell about you about this guy. Um, as a coach, uh, I never played under him like that because. Uh, I was uh, in the transition where uh, I know this this the year where I need to go and find another club and play mm-hmm. because Erta was looking for something different. I know that. Um, Klisman as a coach, I never I cannot say anything about him because I never training under him. Mm-hmm. You mean not even pra- you, you were practicing, right? You were- no, I never. I I just have maybe two weeks under him, mm. and then after that. After that, I was training by myself. Oh, wow. That's uh, right. They're, try- they're trying to get you out. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I was training by myself. Okay. He was trying, apparently, he was trying to get me out. Yeah. That's what I heard. But, Kalu, but Kalu, you think he just wanted that money, that, that, that purse you have, and, and rather spend it on the youth? Or was it personal? No, I think I think it's just um, when it comes to the club of Erta Berlin, it's just like, uh, in the end, they have a new investor. They have yeah. some, somebody who came with a lot of money and everybody want to eat. So they feel like if you know on their radar or you know on, the, on, yeah, the, <clears throat> on that situation, they mm. don't need you. Yeah. It's, it's business. It was business. Yeah, yeah soccer and, business. And, and, and me, I told them straight. I said, listen, I'm, I'm far experienced. I'm far... I know a lot of things. I've been a lot of around. I know I work. So if it's just business, I understand it's not person. Mm-hmm. So so my my talk with Klisman was that when he sit down with me and say, yeah, I know we know, we respect you as a player and we know what you bring to the team, but we're looking forward to build something new. I say, listen, you don't have to tell me that. I know, I know from first time when you arrive i know it's business yeah. it's not personal yeah. so from there i know already that he was looking for something new yeah do you think yeah. that he got a do you think his situation and how he left was uh wrongly done on behalf of the club and how they kind of said a lot yeah. of negative things about him when he left listen we're talking about the guy who came in the national team of years and put uh the best scorer in the league outside of him. So mm. what do you expect? I mean, I didn't expect nothing better than that. Mm. I didn't expect, comp- I didn't expect compassion, compassion, or I didn't expect respect. I guess, I guess I know that that's, that's what the business is. And uh, for me, it's like, he came, he had his, um, his idea. He wanted to make it out, to make it work for himself. It's all about himself. So, 
for me, that's a great that's a great point, Kabiz. I mean, um, Salah does kind of represent the Landon Donovan of Hertha Berlin, meaning like he was the kind of the the, the face of the attack and the person and. The, and he did a similar thing to U.S. You think that's a, a method of his coaching he did, strategy? He, he, did sim- he did a similar thing in Germany, the Balak. Oh. What did he do, what do, you do to Balak? He was head coach when Balak got removed from, uh, from the, the lineup. Oh, yeah? Basically, similar, oh, similar to what happened with uh, what he did with Kalum, he did with um, Donovan, meaning he's coming in, he sees somebody who's a senior on the team, and he's trying to, I guess, restart a whole new platform. Create his own identity yeah. outside of you know, those names. So, yeah. I mean, he's not, he, he's not scared. He's not, he's bold. Yeah. yeah I mean, yo, that's, bold. One, that, that, that's one thing about Jurgen. Yeah. He's bold. He, he, he knows, he knows who he is. Mm-hmm. He, he knows, he, he knows he's Jurgen Klinsman. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one thing. He, he can, you know, like I, I, personally, I didn't have, you know, I didn't have a problem with him. You know, he, he kind of <laughs> re resurrected, resurrected my career. You know what I'm saying? But, um, Personally, man to man, yeah, I don't have a problem with Jurgen. I thought he was fine, but yeah. but you know, there's there were certain things, you know, how he, you know, I, you know, say he he didn't know you were watching him or how he kind of dealt with you know people and this and that, you know, you you get to feel like okay, yeah, this man, you know, he knows he's Jurgen. He, you know, he, yeah. he used yeah, that he to knows. he used that to his advantage. You know, what I'm saying yeah, like of course. He, of course. he he knows, you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah and that's that's I that, I mean. For, Personally, man to man, I never have a problem with. Him. Yeah, I'm just saying. Talk, he, he talked to me. Yeah. And, uh, hey, Salah, uh, what you wanna do after your career? We all we have a good talk. But what I'm saying is, because it's easier to say, oh, Jorgen is the one who came in and say, uh, Salah have to go out. No, no, no. I think the whole club feel like that. So it's mm. not just him. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't just. It wasn't just him. They right. use. They use him as a keep goes. Oh, like, right. uh, yeah. Is Jorgen is big enough to do that? Is bold yeah. enough to do that? Mm-hmm. But the club, the club didn't have maybe the balls to do that. Right. But him as Jorgen, he feel like okay, let me do it. I, yeah, you yeah. want you you all want me to do that? I can do that. Yeah. Right. You know. You know. That's what happened. I don't think Jorgen was the man. I cannot come here and blame Jorgen and say, oh, he's the one who started this. No, no, no. Because the club, if they feel like, okay, this guy do so much for the club. And we have given him respect and let him train with the team, not train by himself. They could have also tell Jorgen that. But they didn't, I think they didn't have the boss to tell that. So the Jorgen make it happen for them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, when you, were, you weren't training with the club when they decided to, um, to separate you in terms of your training. <clears throat> yeah. I almost for certain thought you were going to go to West Ham in January. No problem. The club would, would sell him. No yeah. issue. His contract is about to be up. I thought that was a done deal. Um, yeah. That's just me reading the headlines. What, what really happened in January? Oh, what happened in January was that uh, when West Ham came, they came like too late oh. because uh, by the time doing the paperwork, it was already too late. And that's the thing with the English club. They, some, some of them, Wait last minute. They always, so, they always trying to wait. get the best deal at the yeah, last, last yeah. minute. Yeah, yeah. So if they would have come one week before, maybe I would have played in West Ham. But yeah. they came, they came late. So Is there any was, other clubs that were close they, to signing you? Yeah, yeah. The paper, the paperwork, and all that was already late. So yeah. right now, right now, I be, I, I'm still talking with some few clubs. So I still talk with Leeds. Uh, um, club and some club in China. I have a proposal from some club in, in, in Brazil, so let's see what happens. Yeah, and you're yeah. free, right? Yeah. So that's gonna be oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. Free, I'm, I'm free, I'm free as I, I'm talking. I'm yeah, so, <laughs> so, that's a, so, make, sure, make sure you plug that in. He's yeah. Free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so let, let, let's see, let's see what happens. Kalu, I got a quick so, question because I, I, yeah. I've only heard a little bit of this story, and maybe you can, yeah. You know, because you killed it in Holland, right? You killed you were yeah. a legend of Fine North. And I heard yeah. that, you know, leading up to the 2006 World Cup, you were about to get your citizenship so you can play in the World Cup. With yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's true. It's true because uh, I, because of obviously, like Corey said earlier, Gullit was my coach, mm. and we not we we all know Gullit play with Van Basten. Mm. So so uh, Gullit put a wall to Van Basten to say, uh, listen, this guy, is he never played for his country. 
ah, there is opportunity for him to play for the Dutch national team. Mm. So that's how Van Basten called me and said, uh, would you love to play for the, the Dutch national team? I said, yeah, why not? I mean, I'm here. I've been playing here. I play in the... I start because I start early. I start young in the in the academy of the the final team. Mm-hmm. So I start in the in the in the youth league. So why not? I can yeah. I, I don't mind. And that's I start the procedure of me being a Dutch player. Right. But unfortunately, because it was so public, and I was I was so young. I was like eighteen. 19, I was turning nineteen that time, and 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 it was so public. It become like a a, a publicity stunt. Like yeah. it was like the politics. Everybody get involved, and it was yeah. all it was a all mess. And the national team coach, with Van Basten, send he sent a convocation where I have to go join the national team. But I was just in the country for I remember for four four years, four years, and to be Dutch, you have to be there for five five years, six years, oh, and, wow. and then the minister at that time. The immigration minister was uh, a lady called Verdon. And she was like, oh, this guy, he has nothing to do with Holland. He just want to play in Holland to get a Dutch citizen so he can go to England to play. Ah, that's why. Which is true. No, which is true. But she makes it so difficult in yeah. the end of the day they didn't accept. They didn't. They refused the 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 Holland citizen. Yeah. But the next year, I end up going to Holland. I end up going to Chelsea. Signed to Chelsea. Yeah. So so I was like, okay, it's everything happened for a reason. This lady say I'm gonna play for the World Cup. And then no, one thing she said again. She say, uh, no, it's dangerous if you play for Holland because. Holland is in the same group with Ivory Coast. Ah, yeah. And that time there was trouble in Ivory Coast about uh, there was a political uh, uh, trouble in Ivory Coast. So mm. she like, yeah, that that will bring more problem in Ivory Coast because this guy gonna play against his country in the World Cup and it's not it's too dangerous. You know, we don't yeah, have to be yeah. the one. We don't have to be the one to start that. And it was an excuse, I understand. But you know, when it's politic, it's politic involved and sport it never works. It never it's too dangerous. So I also was happy that it didn't happen because I all I want is to play football. When you're young, you don't care about well you, you, play don't, for. you don't Yeah, you just go you, and play. Yeah, you don't really realize what yeah. is behind. You just wanna play the game. You just wanna go and enjoy yourself and do your thing. For me, that's how I see it. And for me, the fact that the fact that Van Basten, as a great player, he was called me as goalie to uh, uh, helping me to get in the national team. For me, that was the more important thing in the world. I didn't yeah. see it Respect. as I'm don't. I didn't see it as I don't want to play for my country. I didn't see it as I don't. I don't like my country. I want to play for another country. I didn't see it like that. I see yeah. it as I see it as goalie Van Basten. Great players. Respect. I, I I used yeah respect and the fact that this guy called me yeah. is even is even great. So that's how I see it. I never imagined. Gooch, that team that. was stacked though that year. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Snyder, yeah. all of them. Yeah. And, hey, and, so. and he even said the funny thing is he's like yeah you're never gonna use him why you want him say so, yeah if Kalu come he play and and oh. I'm like. I'm wow. like, wow. Yeah, so then because, a, a, ni- a 19-year-old, you'd be like, okay, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. I'm Dutch. Yeah, yeah, I'm Dutch. I'm going. I'm ready. I, yeah. I, I, I watch the players. I see Van Persie, Robin. I see Schneider. I yeah. see Van Nistelrooy. I see all those strikers. And was Untela there? Yeah, he, he was there. Yeah. And this guy say, oh, Kalu, if you come, he play. He say Wow. And Great. I'm like, he say it on TV, and I'm like, okay. Now I'm, I wanna. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Now I'm I don't, Dutch. I, I throw my passport away. <laughs> <laughs> and, I say, and I say, Van Basten say I can play, so I wanna be Dutch. I know. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. 
but but but, but yeah, Kay, so. that must have caused some problems when you started to play for Ivory Coast, right? Oh yeah, I, I listen. Uh, when you I must have been back, like a stepchild. Oh yeah, <laughs> listen. People give me so much trouble, and my first year in the national team it was like it doesn't matter how many goals I score, it doesn't matter how much good I play. Yeah, nobody nobody really cared because they're like. <laughs> They they like this guy didn't want to play with us so we don't yeah. give a fuck we don't care wow wow <laughs> so that yeah. so can you imagine you go play for your country you do your best and 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 what people have to understand when you go play for in that and that time in a, for a, an African country you going because you love it you're not going because the money, uh, the money or nothing because the travel is terrible the yeah. organization will be worse. Yeah. It's like sometimes you pay your ticket and nobody have to reimburse your ticket. You yeah, you yeah. you go. You pay it, yeah. 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 So it wasn't because you're going for the money. It's because you love and because you want to see your family at the game and stuff like that. So it was so, so difficult in the beginning. But after one season, two two years, yeah, you get, you get back to normal because you win, you win, you win, and people forget about what what, what you said before, what happened before. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> Do you still speak Dutch? Um, Beche. Klein Beche. But I understand more than I speak now because I haven't speak for so long. But now I understand. I understand a lot, a lot. Yeah, echo, echo, echo. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Gooch, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure the Dutch people are sitting here like, what the hell are these guys doing? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But 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 no, we, I, if you wanted to, me and Kalu could just have a nice little side conversation in French. French, French. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah well. he, speak, he, he speak French a little bit. Nah, that's good. No, I speak. No, French. no, he, he's fluent. I'm Belgian. Yeah, yeah, because he, he was playing Belgium for long. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. so, so Salah, um, th- recently I saw something on Instagram. I mean, on Instagram, I'm not sure if it was true. About tell you, uh, spoke about um, if all the players, the diaspora players from Africa, played for Africa or played in the leagues in Africa, that it would help the leagues, help the economy. Uh, what's your thought about that? Oh yeah, I saw that. Uh, Is that a I, real comment though? Yeah, Is I don't really a- know for the real, but did he really uh, say that? I, I don't know if he said that. Instagram but, posted it is real. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to understand something. Like, okay, Africa is like 54 country. Yeah. Because what people don't understand, they think Africa is a country. People, Africa is Africa. Yeah. yeah, it's like the whole continent is a country. Because when people say Africa, they think it's just a country. But Africa mm. is like 54 country in a continent. And every continent, like if you go to, from West, West Africa, we have the same culture. Like when it comes to the food, the music, yeah, yeah. the culture, we have similar things. Yeah. But if you go to the south, it's completely different. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you go to the east, it's nothing to do with uh, the, so. so uh, you have to see all that too before you say all those things. Because okay, how are you gonna plan it? How are you gonna organize that? How are you gonna make sure that uh, this league and 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 we have we have visa between all the countries. You know, wow. that's the thing with Africa. Like today I cannot get up on the plane and say I'm going to South Africa. I need a really? visa. You need a visa. I, oh wow. I need a that. visa. Wow. I need a visa. Mm. So people don't, don't understand that. Yeah. So are you gonna are you gonna play in a league <laughs> when 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 the team cannot fly day before the game? They need visa like weekend before. So you yeah. have to that's the that's the type of thing that you need to know before even playing all that. I agree that as African, as a players, we need to get back together and plan something good from Africa. As an African, we need to to raise our awareness that to together we can build something great. And also the African American, you all need to like sometimes take a trip in Africa and know. What the culture is about? What we yeah, Mookie, Mookie, take a trip in Africa. Yeah, but he's taking a yeah. trip in Africa. Because, I'm in because because <laughs> we all Africa. know. Yeah, <laughs> because we all know we all know our brothers from other from uh, Africa from America. 
Yes. I mean, when they take a trip, they go to Miami or LA. <laughs> they don't. They don't really go outside the the, the country. Uh, and and sometimes and sometimes it's important to go back home. I mean, not home, but back back to Mama Africa to know the, what the culture is about. What are we? Where we do things? And and I think I believe I believe that if we if we get that together and we if we strengthen each other, we have somewhere to go back. Like Africa, we can be strong in America exactly. as a black as a black people. Exactly, right. you know. So that's that's what I believe. Well, oh, man. well listen though, Kalu, man, I appreciate you so much for joining us yeah. and, and coming on and chopping it up with us. And uh, I think on on that note, brother, uh, hopefully when you are signed to your club, if not coming to MLS, we need you back on, man. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean. Hey. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to for the MLS, right? <laughs> hey, next, next year I'm coming to Ivory Coast, Ella. <laughs> Yo, you ne- the hey, whole you podcast coming. We all yeah, coming. Yeah. It's, re- it's recorded. Yeah. B said yeah. it. Yeah. And don't worry about I mean, B's you, paying for the tickets. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to come come to Ivory Coast. We do a podcast about the foundation. Definitely. About the whole yeah. African. Definitely. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. We need, we need to do that for yeah. sure. Awesome. All right, my brother. Yeah. Take care, brother. Bye, thank brother. you so much. All right, man. See you. Hey, Hello. You, Good to see you. Up, see you, man. This. See you soon, huh? See you soon. Love <laughs> you, man. Yeah, I love you, bro. Take one care. love. Right. One love. Take care. Go. You go. Say. Ciao. A bientôt, mon frère. Ah, bientôt, huh? Porta bien. All right. Ciao, ciao. So you don't say nothing in Jamaican? How you say Jamaican? I say. I say. Suck your mother. Wow, 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 wow. All right, respect, ciao, brother. Respect. Yeah, Take care, bro. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Ah, oh, man. Thank you, you for Salah for coming out. Thank you for Corey Gibbs. Gooch, what are your thoughts? Man, beautiful, man. That uh, I didn't think it was going to be that long, but he had a lot to say, man, and he, he had a lot of positive things to say. Salah's yeah. a, a king in his own, in his own, regards and what he's accomplished and, and it's crazy that I'm sure that he's undervalued on the huge grand scheme of so like much. uh world football you know and he's he's accomplished so much two world cups I think he's done six African cups a nation one Olympics multiple yeah. titles yeah you know what I mean two, um two Premier League Champions incredible. League title Shit. yeah Champions League yeah so yeah I mean for me I not you know he's a I've known known Salah since, you know, the Holland days, you know what I'm saying? And obviously when I didn't know him until actually, you know, Corey, you know, went to find out as well. And then obviously we all met up and then that's when, we, you know, we hung out went to each other's houses and, you know, that was, that, that, that part was fun getting, really getting to know Salah as, as a, as a person and as a player and watching his career, you know, blossom from, you know, from Chelsea to Lille to, you know, Hertha and all these, these different, different clubs. So mm-hmm. I was, I was, shit, I was, I didn't want to stop him from talking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like you said, he had a lot of, a lot of good stuff to say. You yeah, know, we had so much to talk about, you know what I mean? Yeah, so much to talk about. And, you know, what he spoke about uh, was from his heart, you know what I'm saying? Especially about, you know, him uh, not playing for Ivory Coast in the beginning. You know, yeah. I thought that was, I thought right. that was, was very uh, interesting. We didn't even talk about the, the parties and stuff. We, we do. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, the biggest thing with me with Solomon is that I, I see him treat every human being the same. Yeah, he's the nicest guy. I don't care where you are, who you are, what you're about. I seem to everybody the same. It's not a front, you know? And and that's that's a pleasure. No, 100%, man. 100%. I don't know, man. It's a shoot. We're going to wrap this up. This is Juneteenth. And, um, you know, I think it's fitting, you know, having Salah, just like you said, treating everybody the same. And I just. I think the last podcast I, I, I gave a challenge to uh, the Gooch to, challenge. Our, to our listeners, the Gooch <laughs> challenge, and, and thank you for all the listeners that made the responses and and, and got back to us, whether it be me or bees or on the podcast, uh, to tell me what your findings were in that that experiment. And uh, ultimately, what we're trying to do is just educate, open people's eyes, and help them see. So let's see if I can do another one right now. Um, obviously, right now the whole Black Lives Movement is. Uh, is uh, is streaming. Everyone sees it. And uh, so I got a quick question and it's not much of a challenge, but it's more t- to contemplate an idea and theory. So you hear everyone say black lives matter. Then you hear people say all lives matter. You know, when you hear someone says all lives matter or blue lives matter, when has it ever been a declaration or a statement and not a response to, right? And so obviously 
every life mattered. But can you, you sit down and ask yourself as a person, does a black person's life matter to me? Right. And if the answer is yes, there should be no, but mm. point blank period. There should be no, but because like we highlight initiatives like breast cancer or specific endangered species animals, you never see controversy from that. And nobody is ever offended in highlighting something specific like that. So I, I just wanted to put it out there that, you know, it's never minimalizing or, or disparaging anything else by highlighting uh, a deep rooted bias within our country. That's factual. You know, it's, there's no argument above that. Sure. Uh, there was, there's, there was slavery, there was segregation, there was Jim Crow. Um, so in regards to saying Black Lives Matter, it's saying, listen, this is what we were built on. This is how systemic racism began. You can't mm-hmm. defute that. You know, let's try and make it better so that all lives will matter. Right. right? And, 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 you know, that's just the thought I want to go. You know, I love you boys. I love Kalu for coming on. Obviously, Corey as well. And I just want the world and, and everybody to love each other, you know, and mm-hmm. so we're, we're all equal. Well said, well said. Well said. Listen, Bees, let us know uh, uh, about these uh, applications you put out to schools. Um, and I'll let you know when I get my Wi-Fi boost, booster. No, you did get today. You did good today. <laughs> not not getting today. You did good today. You did good today. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Crack Podcast and taking this journey with us. We see you guys next week. Much love. Make sure you also subscribe to our Instagram, to our iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the po- Crack Podcast. Peace. Much love. Peace. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube